Welcome to the Defend the Fort podcast, brought to you by the Fort Hay State University Alumni Association. Hey, Tiger fans, mark your calendars for Fort Hay State University homecoming September 30th through October 2nd. Come on out for fan favorites like the Tiger Bonfire, Oktoberfest, the homecoming parade, then cheer on your Tiger football team as they take on Nebraska Cardi. You won't want to miss it. Visit FHSUhomecoming.com for updates and a full schedule of events. And we'll see you there. Fort A. State Homecoming, September 30th through October 2nd. Go Tigers! And we're pleased to have with us Eric Busenbark, our latest guest on the Defend the Vort podcast. Eric, a wide receiver for the Tigers. I guess, what, maybe technically a, a slot back. Played in the mid to late 80s, 84 through 87. An NAIA All-American in 1985. Named All-Conference a couple of times. A 1998 member of the Tigers Sports Hall of Fame. Eric, so good to have you with us. Thanks for joining us today on the Defend the Fort podcast. Thank you, Jared. It's an honor. It's an honor to be on and talk to you. Well, you obviously, it's been a while as we talked before we went on, been a little while reliving the glory days of Fort Hayes State, a a Larned native, and I'm always interested in in, in how you became a Tiger, the recruiting process, and how all that went down, and you end up wearing the black and gold. Well, originally, um, Fort Hayes State, you know, would come down and visit, and um, I was very, you know, that's kind of where I thought maybe I wanted to go, and then K-State came calling, and so I I originally went to K-State, for a year and then I transferred to Fort Hayes. So um, it worked out well for me to, you know, go to Hayes and uh, I enjoyed my time there. Surely did. Well, you still hold the record for uh, career receptions, 168. You had 81 catches in that 1985 season. That's still the second most in Fort Hayes State history. You were a part of some some fun teams, and it's kind of interesting. I, I we, we we've had uh, Robert Long on this before. Um, you guys had some pretty good football teams. Unfortunately, you were kind of overshadowed by a tremendous run in college basketball at Fort Hayes State. A a, a couple of national championships and they were in their heyday but uh, you guys had some pretty good football teams while you were a tiger yeah we did um you know the year then 85 uh we you know uh, coach deboard brought in the uh, run and shoot offense and spread everything out and you know it was just a situation to where we had some great players and for myself i fit in it was the opportunity you know it fit my skill set and so but yes we had some great teams and it was it was fun to play that 1985 season is one that uh, kind of stands out. I know you were all conference that year. You had a great run and and some 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 big moments. And, and I think one stands out. Obviously, that the game against Carney, homecoming in 1985. You had 220 receiving yards on 10 catches, second most receiving yards still to this day in a single game in in Fort Hay State history. Uh, that 85 season was a special year, a, a fun football season. But that that homecoming game with Nebraska, well, then Carney State in particular, really stands out. I think. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know, it's just one of those days to where everything fell into place for me. You know. Um, their defense, what they were playing, it just allowed me to get open and Robert made some good throws and, you know, just had a big day. And, um, you know, you don't get many of those. And, you know, you look back now and it was just like, you go, wow, I can't believe that really happened. And, you you know, you see players today do that kind of stuff and, you know, roll up those kind of big numbers. But, you know, the opportunities were there and just, yeah, I was lucky to be in that situation. 
I, I still remember you had an 89-yard uh, touchdown catch in that game. Still the third longest in, in Tiger history. Kind of turned that around. A huge crowd. It's still They still say that might be the largest crowd to ever witness a Fort Hay State football game. And just the, the roar of the crowd on that big uh, touchdown pass, that had to be – when you look back, and it's I'm sure hard to pick out specific plays, but that's got to be right up there in your career. Yeah, that was that was a big play. Um, it was a, a just a short. I mean, it was a short out out and up, and Robert just hit me and um, went up the sideline. And you know, I wasn't the fastest guy in the world, but I kept looking behind me. I, I figured somebody was going to catch me sooner or later, but I was able to get into the end zone. So it, it was a it was a thrill, and I can remember the crowd. The crowd was. It was phenomenal that day. It was a beautiful day and a good, crisp fall day and a great day for football. And um, what a game. And, you know, it, the atmosphere was awesome that day. I can just remember that. Well, it was a big play, and the Tigers go on to win it. And you kind of mentioned uh, the, the the offense, and it was kind of innovative and, and just kind of taking hold in college football. But you were kind of, as you said, the right right spot, right time. You had a great quarterback in Robert Long, and it just kind of fed to the success you guys had. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I look back at that. And I, you know, I look at some of the players that we had. We had a, we had an, a great offensive line, and Terry Thomas was our tailback. And um, we had, let's see, Randy Knox was uh, a wide out. And uh, um, let's see who, uh, I'm trying to think who the other guy was. Ralph Humphrey was the guy on the oh, other yeah. side. Yeah. And, then, and then Skip Stewart. I don't remember Skip, but, mm-hmm. you know, what a group, what a great group of guys and, you know, good athletes. And um, it was just, you know, when Coach DeBoard brought in that run and shoot, I mean, it was just, the offense and the skill set we had, it just people kind of fit into place. And, it, you know, what it was a great opportunity. It was a great opportunity for me because it just my skill set fit right into that offense. So, and, and to have a quarterback like Robert Long, and when you look at quarterbacks in Fort A. State history, there's obviously been some, some tremendous ones. But he, he's right up there. I mean, he's up there among the best. And, and I've talked to folks who were here. And he's like, it was, he was kind of like a rock star when he played, but he was so, so good. And, and it, it just, as a, as a slot back and a receiver, to, to have a guy like that at the helm at that quarterback position had to, had to make it so much fun. And you're right, Jared. It really did. And, you know, to be honest with you, you know, you couldn't ask for a uh, – Robert was such a – he was a great leader. And, you know, people respected him. And – um he was he was a good athlete, and so it, it was fun to play with him. I totally enjoyed it, and um, it, like I said, great opportunity with great players. So that '85 season, you guys were seven two and one. You had a tie with Panhandle. I know folks think now, but Panhandle State was a pretty darn good program. They were uh, they were a top NAIA program in that time. Um, you had that crazy game with Carney. You won, and, and probably another one that stands out. It was a loss. But Pittsburgh stayed at home, 54-45. The Gorillas win. It goes back and forth. And uh, even though you came up on the short end of that one, that was just uh, one of the all-time classics in four-day state history. Just unfortunate the Tigers came up on the short end of the stick in that one. Yeah, I mean, looking back at that season, I remember when we played Panhandle. I don't. We didn't play that well that day. And um, I think that we kind of let that one slip through our hands. You know, we ended up tying, but. Any, no, it was a loss, wasn't it? I think we Panhandle beat us, but yeah. Or oh, was it a tie? That was a tie on that one. Missouri Southern was the loss. That was the one, and they That's were right. Yeah, we didn't play well that day either. But I know against the 
you know, the Pittsburgh State game, back and forth, back and forth. What a great – I mean, I would, if you were to watch a game, that would probably be the best game to watch. To be on the losing end wasn't a fun thing to do. But anyway – yeah, uh, that was a crazy, crazy game, crazy season, and, and probably uh, when it all ended, a little disappointing because you you were I'm sh- good enough to be a playoff caliber team, and who knows, make a run because you had some great wins that year. But uh, it just kind of you know, college football, every game matters, and a few few you don't get kind of kept you guys from from getting to the postseason. Yeah, that's right. It does. I mean, we did. Uh, you know, we I think if we could have got into the playoffs that year, I think we could have done some damage, but. It's just it's the way it works out, Jared. You know how you know how the ball rolls and bounces. You know, you mentioned some of the guys you played with, some of those receivers, and, and just looking back at some of the names who were Tigers when you were a Tiger. I mean, Les Miller transfers from K-State. He ends up being a, a great NFL player. I think your freshman year, Marty Boxberger was a wide receiver. He's a, a fellow Tiger Sports Hall of Famer. Uh, I'm sure you, you, you're able to, to learn a lot from guys like that. And then you look up, you mentioned uh, Terry Thomas, Chris Honus on the defensive side. I mean, there were some big-time names who were Tigers when you were at Fort Hay State. Yeah, we did. We had a lot of talent and uh, good people, good players, and, you know, enjoyed the friendships, you know, while we were in school and, um, you know, did learn a lot from like Marty Boxberger. And, you know, I can remember Chris Honus, you know, what a stand-up guy he was. And, you know, you can go down the list, Mark Dieterding, Sam Holloway, John Kelsch. I mean, it just, you can go on and on about good people, you know, so enjoyed being in Hayes, enjoyed the people I played with, enjoyed the friendships that, you know, I created. And um, looking back, you know, you always want to go back and go, oh, I wish I could relive those days and do some things different. You wish you wouldn't have done, of course. But anyway, and totally enjoyed my time at Fort Hayes. And I'm sure when you come back now and you look at Lewis Field compared to then with the grass, and by the time you got to those late October, early November games, there wasn't a lot of grass left. It was kind of just a, <laughs> a oh big, hard rock, dirt, dirt field when you see the turf and all of that now. You probably wish you could come back and try to play in the facility, which has obviously transformed tremendously from when you were a Tiger. Oh, yes, the facilities now, that's, it's, it's so nice to see that and what they've done you know, to the football field, to the weight room, and to the locker room, and to the university itself. I mean, what a, what a stand-up university it is. But, you know, yeah, we played on – it was um, – I don't know how you would call what kind of field <laughs> we played on. <laughs> you know, looking back, uh, I can remember they would um, aerate the field, and we always had the plugs, you know, they'd do it like in the late fall. And those were not a good thing to be on the field. We seemed to have a lot of wars with the plugs. We would throw them at each other. So, but I can remember the field. It was always a it was always a spectacle thing to see if it rained or if it was muddy or whatever. It was like a skating rink. But yeah, we're it's come a long ways. I promise you that. <laughs> and and you played when the Tigers were still NAIA in the CSIC, and and I think you look at that league. Obviously, a lot of the same teams are in the MIAA and where the Tigers are now, but. That was a really good small college conference, both in football, basketball, really across the board. But there were a lot of good football programs there. That that had to be fun week in and week out, knowing you're gonna you're gonna have to play well because everybody was pretty good. Yeah, everybody was good. I mean, you you didn't from week to week you didn't have a a team you could you know overlook. You had to be ready to play because you know you'd get knocked off, or you better be ready. So it was a it's a it was a good league and you know I, and the MIAA is a great league and 
Um, what a great time to play back then. This is the Defend the Fort podcast. We're visiting with Fort Hayes State Hall of Famer, Tiger Sports Hall of Famer, Eric Busenbark, the Larned native, had a great career, uh, NAIA All-American slot back in 85, two-time All-CSIC performer, uh, part of some really good football teams, especially 1985. Tiger finished 7-2-1, and one, just uh, missing uh, the postseason that year. Um, what was it like when you got the call that you're going into the Tiger Sports Hall of Fame? Um, it was, uh, I mean, what an honor. I mean, I was totally surprised. I mean, I thought, wow, you know, I was, it, I was, uh, just very grateful, very honored. And, you know, I look back and I just, I, you know, I, I think, you know, the, my situation, just how I fit into the offense and my skill set allowed me to do the things, you know, that I was able to do. And, um, you know, you look back and, you know, there's other there's other people that um, are just as qualified to get in, or maybe more qualified than I was, and I, it was just an honor to get in. And you know, today, you know, it's 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 I'm proud that I carry that. And uh, you know, I just know there's other players that were just you know could could have could have got that honor too. You know, so you know, it's it's I always think that's that day, the Hall of Fame induction ceremony, is one of the coolest things, and. You know, guys come back and, and relive their time, but just you know, you, what it means to be into a, a, a Hall of Fame for the for the for the school you played with. What was that day like for you? I mean, was I, I just think it's one of the neatest days in four day state athletics. It, you know, it really is. I, I just think you know, you. I look back now and I think um, it, it was just it was a great honor. It just made me feel really good that you know to uh, that uh, I played there. I went to school there. And, you know, they thought that much of me to put me into, um, you know, the Hall of Fame. And uh, it, it's just a, it was a very good feeling. Um, I, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a, I guess it's a hard thing, really, Jared, to describe, mm-hmm. you know, your feelings. But um, just it was just a great honor. It really was. Well, certainly well-deserved. One of the many members of the Tiger Sports Hall of Fame, Eric Busenbark, our guest on the Defend the Fort podcast. Um, play, play for, you, know, you mentioned your, your offensive coordinator, John Vincent, the, the head coach uh, for a time when you're at, at, at Fort A. State. He can be quite the, quite the character. Probably can't tell all the stories with him as a head coach, but uh, um, boy, he, he put together some good talent, and you guys had some, some fun teams. He did. Um... Coach Vincent was a, he was a, he's a good guy and I think you know he really drew everybody played hard for him and people respected him and um, and of course still have respect for him today and it, you know that says a lot about a person so uh, I think when players you know grasp the fact that you know they respect the coach and they'll play hard for him and they'll you know do anything for him and uh, it, it was a great honor to play for him I enjoyed that. Well, you uh, certainly were a part of some some fun teams at Fort Hayes State, uh, into the Tiger Sports Hall of Fame. Any any other memories? Anything we didn't touch on during your time as a, as a Tiger that uh, you wanted to you wanted to share? Well, I just I mean, looking back, I just you know I'm so glad I ended up ended up at Hayes. I think it was the opportunity and the friendships that I created there, and just just um, a good, great community, you know, and. Uh, I'm just so glad I was able to, you know, to play there and go to school there. And today I'm proud to say that, you know, that's where I went to school. So 
that that's my feelings on that. And with the success that the Tigers have had, I imagine that uh, that pride and uh, you're, you know just seeing seeing the program elevate to the to the level it has in the MIAA has to make you extremely proud as well. It is. It's you know week out you know week in week out. It's fun to listen to them. You know I follow them and you know if, if sometimes I catch them on TV and always look you know in the paper on Sunday or you know look on the internet to see how they fared and. If they're close, I try to go watch a game and catch it here. Try to get back there, you know, as much as I can. But uh, yeah, it is. It's fun to watch them, and I enjoy that. And maybe give us an update what you're doing now, since you've uh, obviously been out of school a little while. But uh, what are you up to these days? Well, you know, I uh, live up in Kansas City, and um, I'm married. Um, have a child that's well, it's not a child anymore. He's thirty, <laughs> and uh, but. Uh, um, uh, I work for a company, ASC Pumping Equipment, and uh, been here a few years. I really enjoy what I do, and um, just uh, you know, just living life to the fullest, and and enjoy being married, and you know, try to catch some Royals games, some Chiefs games, <laughs> and you know that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Here, you know how it is. Well, I certainly appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us. Great to, to relive some of the memories when you were a member of the Tigers. Uh, certainly well-deserved member of the Tigers Sports Hall of Fame, NAI All-American Eric Busenbark. Eric, we appreciate your time so much. Thanks for joining us on the Defend the Ford podcast. Thank you, Jared. Thank I guess, you so and I, before I let you go, one thing we talked about it before we went on, the Defend the Ford podcast, one of your media guides, you dressed up like the old – Fort Generals, and that was the big theme that year, defend the fort. Who knew you guys were ahead of your time? Now it's a thing at Fort A State, defend the fort. You were trendsetters and didn't even realize it. That's right. We were. <laughs> Look back at that, and I see that. I think that was put on a uh, – I think we put that was on a, a schedule, I think, in front of a schedule that picture was, and it was just, you know, for the front of the schedule that year. But it was – yeah, we dressed up, and I – I'm trying to think who was all in that. I know it was Rob Luke, uh, Rob Euclea, and, God, there was four of us. I can't even think who we all were. But, well, what a time. What a fun time. We'll have to go through the archives and try to find that schedule poster and uh, relive the we Defend will. the Port. Eric, we yes. appreciate the time. Yes. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. All right. Thank you so much. There you go. That's Eric Busenbark, Tiger Sports Hall of Fame member, former NAIA All-American, our latest guest on the Defend the Fort podcast.